This is a Technicom podcast. Integrated antennas. It's probably not something you often think about, but something which makes sense from a technical and aesthetic viewpoint. I'm talking about embedding antennas into the everyday objects around us. Imagine things like furniture and fixtures, which have the capability to send and receive signals from your phone. It would be a game changer, I'd say. I'm Peter Balland from Technicon, and today we will look at how the Reindeer Project can help facilitate this idea of embedded antennas by using radio weaves. The Reindeer Consortium consists of nine partners from four countries with the goal of developing the Radio Weaves smart connectivity platform as an efficient, smart, scalable, and secure connectivity infrastructure. Today we speak with project partner Eric Larson. He's a professor and head of the Division for Communication Systems in the Department of Electrical Engineering at Linköping University in Sweden. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me. The term radio waves is a prominent component in reindeer. In fact, this term was developed by the partners in the project. And we have discussed this a bit in a previous podcast, but give us the big idea here. So, so radio waves, uh, not to be confused with radio waves. <laughs> uh, radio waves um, is a technical term that we have developed in the project and that refers to a wireless infrastructure where antennas are interwoven and integrated into the environment. So for example, they could be built into walls in a building or a ceiling or, or even furniture or, or, or even other objects. I mean, even pieces of art, for example. So that's where the term comes from. And um, radio weaves technology is meant to operate at low carrier frequencies. So quite generally, I mean, wireless evolves in generation. So we're now at 5G and 5G is being um, deployed on, on a wide scale. And the, the academic and R&D community is looking towards the development of 6G. And uh, in 6G, the sixth generation there are really two tracks. One track is to see how one could use higher carrier frequencies. Higher carrier frequencies corresponds to smaller wavelengths. And at high carrier frequencies, the advantage is that there is a lot of spectrum available there, a lot of empty frequencies that could be used. And the other track is to develop technology for lower carrier frequencies. Lower typically means below six gigahertz carrier, where the wavelengths are longer. And um, radio waves technology is developed for these lower frequencies. Um, so, so the pros and cons here are really that at at high carrier frequencies, so smaller wavelengths, there is more spectrum available. On the other hand, the coverage is less. The waves don't reach as far. At low carrier frequencies, that radio waves is being developed for, so below 6 gigahertz, wavelengths are, are longer, so in the order of a decimeter, and the waves tend to reach further. They uh, penetrate better through different materials. They creep around corners and so forth, so coverage is a lot better. And um, it's also worth keeping in mind that these lower frequencies, which are the frequencies that have been like traditionally used in, in, in wireless, most wireless systems, uh, terrestrial mobile radio systems at least, they remain to be the most valuable. I mean, if you look at the cost of spectrum licenses, they are almost a thousand times more expensive per bandwidth unit per hertz. Uh, so there was this auction of frequencies a few years ago where lower frequencies sold for something like $700 per hertz of spectrum, whereas higher frequencies 
up below or, or above 30 gigahertz, they, they sold for, for $100. So there is a huge discrepancy in, in the value. And uh, recognizing that, the Reindeer project and the, the Radio Weaves technology specifically targets how to best build infrastructure that can optimally make use of these highly valuable uh, low frequency bands below six gigahertz of carrier. And the way they do this, as you said, is embedding antennas in the objects around us. So how realistic is this if you, if you look at uh, towards the future? Right. So that's the vision, right? That we rather than building like access points or panels that you can see on, um, well, towers, uh, for example, outdoors, right? On, on, uh, on the rooftops of buildings, then we would rather build antenna systems that are entirely integrated into our buildings and and well furniture and and other things that we that we live around and and use um, every day um, which has multiple advantages i mean one of course is for aesthetical reasons that we don't want ugly antenna panels uh, all over the place and the second is that by by spreading out antennas this way uh, we can also uh, cover uh, much better um, the the area with wireless coverage and provide much better data rates and much better reliability of the communication links. Mm-hmm. So another term that comes up quite a bit if you look at the website for Reindeer is energy neutral devices. What does that mean exactly? So energy neutral devices refers to building device, wireless devices that don't need a power supply or a battery to operate but rather would harvest the electrical power that they need from some source. And that source could be, well, it could be solar cell, could be to harvest from vibrations or from something that's moving, or it could be to harvest energy from the actual radio waves themselves. And the um, concepts that we're developing in Reindeer are all based on harvesting radio frequency energy so that the infrastructure would supply this, uh, this energy by, by uh, um, well, beamforming is the technical term, but it really means that these antennas that are integrated in the environment around us, they, they will transmit energy in such a way that these devices can, can receive it and, and make use of it. And... Um, devices in turn could be anything from like small sensors to uh, smart glasses you could think of like every little mousetrap out there would have <laughs> would have the ability to communicate and, and and report back if it if it caught anything right uh, without relying on a battery that needs to be charged or or, or replaced or or without relying on on, on grid connectivity um, in particular so that is what energy neutral refers to i see so really um a great advantage when we're talking about something that's really truly wireless and and not requiring any kind of external power source right okay and when we spoke offline you mentioned the idea of extreme quality of service which is something that reindeer could yield what's that all about so quality of service quite generally refers to different things uh one is data rate how many bits per second can we transfer the other is latency like when i send something how long does it take before the um, intended receiver has successfully decoded what i sent and the third is really reliability or coverage and um, 
coverage is the maybe i mean these are intertwined obviously because if you don't have coverage then latency would be like infinite right but coverage is really the difficult thing in wireless and has always been even in the like early days of mobile telephony the difficulty is always to cover like the cell borders where you, when you're far from any tower and um now speaking of reliability then when we make cell phone calls then we might be or at least we, we we've been like trained to be to be used to accept a coverage or maybe let's say 95 percent, so that in a few percent of the cases the cell doesn't work and you need to redial or or you need to move a little bit and hope you get better coverage there uh, with emerging applications now with uh, like mobile broadband and so forth, then we probably want a little higher re- reliability. Uh, if we, uh, well, play games or something over the internet, then we don't quite accept that the, the link goes up and then down and so on. And with applications that we foresee in Reindeer and that Radio Weaves technology will be able to support, then we're, we are targeting reliabilities which are extremely close to 100%. So not 95%, not 99%, but rather like 99.999 something percent. And this technology might be things that are super critical. I mean, like controlling a robot arm, for example, in a factory, right? I mean, if the, if the link breaks, this robot might uh, destroy some property or it, it might hit someone <laughs> or, <laughs> or cause an accident or, or cause the whole thing to, the, the whole production line to a stall. So um extreme quality of service really refers to making wireless as robust as if we had a wide connection with a cable yeah that makes sense and i think that's something we could all look forward to is uh, this this higher level of service for sure and getting back to the reindeer project and um how it's functioning so far what kind of challenges have you seen or do you anticipate with reindeer so, um, I mean, there are always challenges in a big project, right? But uh, let's stay with the technical challenges, since I think those are the, <laughs> the important and the interesting ones. And now, in terms of building uh, and deploying Radio Weave's technology on a large scale eventually, I think one of the main challenges there will be to actually build the electronics and make it power efficient enough and like build the actual circuitry in such a way that it can be integrated into the environment the way that we envision. But on the prototyping stage, the research and development problems that are, that are really hard and they were targeting now in, in the project are uh, are mainly focusing on like how to interconnect so many antennas. I mean, you can think of like deploying hundreds or even thousands of antennas that would be spread out over a large room, could be tens of meters um, in, in, in size. How do we organize the uh, signal processing? How do we how do we interconnect these antenna units? I mean, would they be in some a mesh topology, or would they be on a linear like a stripe topology, or a tree topology, or something else? Uh, should each antenna also have some capability of performing digital processing and computation? And if so, which unit should do what? How should we shuffle the data around? and so forth. So that's a major challenge. Um, another, another challenge is to to synchronize these antennas. I mean, for, for radio waves technology to work, then all the antennas need to operate face coherently together, which means that the, in principle, they need to agree on a, on a global face reference. And um, that 
requires these antennas to to calibrate relative to one another periodically. Uh, so that's another major technical challenge that has to be solved, and it has to be solved in a way that doesn't cost like too much resources. It's like you we, we can't afford to redo this calibration, <laughs> let's say, too often. And, and it has to be solved in, in, in a way that's super robust. I mean, if we are targeting reliabilities up to 99.999%, then we can't afford anything to go wrong, more or less. So these are really the core technical challenges that the project um, is addressing in order to, um, let's say, achieve a prototype of the technology. Okay, so you mentioned prototype. Is there a prototype plan for um, for reindeer? There is prototyping uh, work uh, planned. Uh, yes, then of course, uh, prototyping that can be done in a project like this will always be on a proof of concept stage, and then it's difficult to tell. I mean, how long will it take before radio wave technology is adopted and deployed wide scale? This is difficult. <laughs> it's a tough call to make <laughs> to, to, to predict. And I think looking back at the massive MIMO story that I had the privilege to be part of, then that happened much faster than would I uh, at the time imagine that it would. I mean, that took like less than 10 years from uh, the point where massive MIMO really was a wild academic idea till it became a mainstream research topic in academia, till it became a mainstream topic in the 5G standardization, till it became the main underpinning core physical layer technology in 5G, which is now being commercially deployed on a wide scale worldwide. And who knows, maybe radio waves will go the same path so that we'll see it in actual action, commercially deployed in, in, in 10 years. This is really hard to tell. I mean, I'd, uh, of course, I hope and love that to happen and uh, aren't really any reasons for why it could not happen. But it's difficult to tell what factors that interplay here uh, in, in the commercial world. Well, if it does happen that it moves forward quickly, like Massive MIMO, then um, we'll be in good shape because this technology, I think, is is a real game changer. So... Uh, I want to say thank you for taking the time to talk with us today uh, briefly about um, Reindeer. It's a quite a pivotal project in this, this new uh, world of communication that we're moving into. And um, you still have some time left with the, with the project. So we wish you the best success. And uh, again, thanks for sharing what you know today. Indeed. Thank you so much for having me. For more information about Reindeer, visit reindeer-project.eu. The Reindeer Project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 101013425.